The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Talk But No Politics OK podcast. Welcome back. Uh, We did a lovely Police Academy episode, a little retrospect, because quarantine time, got nothing else to do but watch Police Academy movies. But today, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to be talking toys. And I get to say, he's my co-host to my host for this podcast. <laughs> Let's bring in Matt Johnson. How are you doing, hey, Matt? I'm great, my friend. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, just wanted to say, first and foremost, before we get into anything uh, today, I'm very proud of you. Uh, this is, I mean, it's weird. I know I'm like, I'm like 10 years younger than you. Uh, not 10 years, but I'm, I'm yeah. younger than you. But I, I'm glad to see you're branching off on your own. You're doing cool things with the show you had a great first month of listenership so uh shout out to you on that man this is a fun show I, I i like i like that it's all over the place it's it's uh it's pretty neat and it's refreshing and, and it's nice and laid back so great job on this thank you i'm i'm kind of all over as a place as a person in a way <laughs> i know that <laughs> i know that feeling i know that feeling my mind goes everywhere and i get into everything but today uh, the great thing about this is we're going to be talking about our favorite childhood toys, and you mentioned the age difference, so I cannot wait to hear what you kind of played with as a kid as compared to what I played with as a kid and see if there's any similarities or maybe they were the same thing. Maybe. What year were, uh, what year were you born again? I, I can't remember. I want to say like 83, 84. 82. 82, so I was close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're legit. Nine years. Nine-year di- difference between the two of us. So, I mean, two very different eras, too, which I think is a cool thing. And, and like you said, it's going to be cool to uh, to see what was different. I mean, obviously, the 80s were, like, the best when it came to pop culture. And I'm – like, oh. I hate that I was – I missed out on experiencing that. I can't tell you how, tell you how many hours I sit at home – well, now especially on YouTube, and I just watch 80s – like toy commercials and i was like oh my god i hate my parents why couldn't i have <laughs> why couldn't they have birthed me sooner what <laughs> they they also wouldn't they were also really young at that time well they were kind of young at that time but younger than they are now uh so it would have been a little weird but i was like oh man like 80s culture is like that one thing that i wish i got to experience like if i had a time machine i would 100% go back to the 80s and experience it oh it was it was hands down the best and um, you would have enjoyed it because not only do you like toys, but you like comic books, and it is just everything was the best in the '80s. I mean, if you've ever watched the toys that made us, I binge watch those. Oh yeah, They're, it's a, it's such a great little like uh, documentary kind of thing. It's so so well done, so well done. My my kids though laugh at me because I'll watch it with them, and I'm like, oh, come over here, watch this. And I always go, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have a whole lot of money. But yet when we're watching us, I'm like, oh, yeah, I had that. I had that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It did this. And they're like, weren't you poor? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we still had toys. Had toys. <laughs> weren't you poor? Man, your kids are your kids are 
something else. Good kids, but man, man, if I had the gall to say that to my parents, my dad would have slapped the, slapped the, the in my Philip Rivers not swearing vo- uh, vocabulary, they would have slapped the, the, the daggone spit out of me. The daggone spit out of me. Uh, <laughs> so what what was like um your favorite toy kind of growing up like a specific like a specific toy or like a like a grouping uh of toys like a grouping like um, okay superhero superhero toys that was uh, that was the bl end all for me um i grew up in a great era of superhero toy, well, era the '90s. That that's really what killed, what where it killed. And plus, uh, I was fortunate enough; I got to grow up with a Toys R Us that kids nowadays don't get to experience. Uh, back in the '90s, and I'm sure in the '80s too, Toys R Us was stocked to the roof with toys, like we, unbelievable. In the falls, though, I remember we did not have a Toys R Us because we're both from Niagara Falls. Um, we had like the burger king of toys to toys or us we had child world child world that's what it was you had that when did toys r us come up then because we had it at the summit park mall but and it wasn't a giraffe it was a panda (laughs) (laughs) wait what was the name of that place child's world (gasps) i called it child world because wait wait did you say (laughs) did you say it was at the summit park mall yes it was in the original uh um, where Toys R Us was, they bought That's out Toys so R Us. Cool. Okay. So I, I saw the commercials growing up of Toys R Us, but we were like, you can't. We're, we don't. We're not going to Toys R Us because Toys R Us was, I think, still in Amherst. And to a little kid, Amherst is nine thousand miles away. It is. But we went. We went to Child World. You went to Child World, uh, KB Toys, Hills, and, oh, yeah, Hills. Gold, and Gold Circle. Those were our ones. So I'm sorry okay. for cutting you off, but no, but, you're good. Like the Child World thing popped me because I did I, I do photography, and there was one day I just went around the Summit Park Mall, and we were just taking random pictures, and they had us uh, like a little. It was right by the the like a. a like a stock room, like door, like where delivery trucks can kind of come in and bring it. And they had a little like brown sign that said child's world on it. I'm like, I don't remember that store. This was like three years ago. And I'm just like, I don't remember that store being there. So I've never heard of child's world before, but that's kind of cool that it was like your premier toy place. But um, yeah, huge, huge into superhero toys. That was my, that was my MO. Of course, I played with a bunch uh, of different ones, but for me, like superhero toys, it was the be all end all. Uh, my dad was really cool. My dad's younger. He was 20. He was 22 when he had me. So, um, which is, I mean, it's about, it's almost normal age. I was, but I was a little on, he was still a little on the young side, but like growing up, I didn't have a problem uh, going to him and being like, dad, you want to play toys? And we do this elaborate toy war. And the coolest thing is, too, uh, my dad and obviously his brother, his uncle, uh, my Uncle Rich, were relatively close. And, and uh, my cousin Nico was uh, is only nine months younger than me. So that was our thing. We'd get together, we'd get into the house, and we'd have these just giant, elaborate superhero toy wars. And we'd put them 
Uh, we'd set them up in the basement. We have them all over the place and, and just having different characters like Marvel and DC going at it. And sometimes we throw in different other little toys, but uh, for the most part, it was Marvel and DC. We had these big elaborate toy wars, like, like uh, oh, one part of the basement is like a volcano and, and the other is like a, a mountainous area. And there's a river here and, and this and that. It was just, those are some of my fondest childhood memories is doing big elaborate toy wars. So, um, but yeah, Marvel was Marvel and DC were the premier ones. There was just there's just a plethora of toys back then. There's so so many variants back then. I mean, I don't know if you remember early '90s toys at all, but like Batman oh, yeah. had million like he had different designs. There was like a Halloween one, and there was you know there, there's all sorts of different designs. I had a scuba Spider-Man one. It was. Um, it was made to like do water. Like they all had different like costumes and gimmicks and, and, and all that fun stuff. Um, Ninja turtles, Ninja turtles was one. They Gosh. legit marketed Ninja turtles and everything that they could, you could possibly think of. There was a crossover for Ninja turtles. So um, yeah, it was, there were a lot of toys, a lot of toys growing up. See, I hated the Batman variants. <laughs> some of them are neat but it's like i have so many like i had some really weird goofy ones uh some of them look cool but they were like you can tell i'm like this costume would never see the light of day in a comic book uh you could just kind of tell but i i it but yeah i, I had so many variant figures of, of them I, I just have duplicates and I, i'd call them like clones they'd never be on the same team they'd always be like this evil clone army i'd pick one of my favorite and the other ones that i didn't like they weren't my favorite they just they were like evil batman clones and i have to have batman fight them and it was really uh was so cool it was those are the days yeah i remember having um this is i don't know why i was watching i remember watching total recall and playing with, I think this was probably, I'm going to say anywhere between 88 and 90. I had the quick change Bruce Wayne, and I thought that was amazing because <laughs> you had the Bruce Wayne, and then all of a sudden you snap on things to him, and you could put on the cape and the cowl and everything else. That was, uh, and uh, super, I had tons of the Marvels. As I got right. older, um it didn't last long as you know, I got into things, but I would say probably from the ages I played with toys until I was like almost 13 years old. I will admit same, to it. I, I no shame in it at all. And it was nice too. Cause I have a younger brother who's eight years younger than me. And oh. like, I, I don't care. It was, that was kind of my excuse. I could, I could play with him the same way that my dad played toys with me. Uh, and I was, I would just get super creative toy wars, whatever it could be. And, and, and yeah, so I have no shame in admitting that either. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of the Toy Biz uh, Marvel guys. Um, I remember building the X-Men Mansion because there was no play sets back then, per se. There was like a couple of little uh, chintzy war rooms for the X-Men. Right, right. We built an X-Men Mansion out uh, out of the boxes because growing up, as a kid when uh in the 80s when it came to place or came to toys you had play sets i mean he-man we had castle grayskull we had snake mountain ghostbusters we would have we bought the firehouse and so when the marvel and stuff 
started coming out, it was always kind of aggravating. Um, I think my dad got kind of aggravated by it too, because my dad was the same way. My dad was super into comic books. Right. So when these came out, they beat out, um, I don't know if you remember the old Justice League, Kenner Justice League toys. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, they were like way before your time. I don't know if you've heard of them. And the Marvel Secret Wars. Those were the only two. Secret Wars, I know. I've seen I've seen still unopened packages of those. Still those seen unopened just, packages. Those were per, pure just crap. The Justice League guys weren't bad, but they had the Hall of Justice and the Secret Wars guys I don't think really had anything. So my dad was super into comic books. And as you know, because you're a superhero, <laughs> you had your superhero guys. In the 90s, when Toy Biz started making them, they were awesome. So Toy Biz is great. He, yes, and I think he wanted the X-Men Mansion. So he literally um, got a couple of small cardboard boxes, and we made the mansion, spray-painted it brown. I don't know why. I think that's what he had. And he broke uh, laundry baskets so the windows could have, like, the four centered window panes in it. Oh, and, and that was our our X Men mansion. mansion. That is yeah. really cool. That I have a Xavier story film. similar. I have a story similar to that. Um, nothing that elaborate though. But uh, also grown up too, huge pro wrestling fan, and pro wrestling toys were very prominent. And I didn't have a ring. So my dad actually straight up built me a pro wrestling ring out of wood with rubber band ropes and, and all that stuff. So similar to that, I mean, that's, that's just cool though. Like that's imaginative. I can't think of like, I'll talk to people and I can't think of too many other dads who would do something like that for their kids. Like, especially even nowadays, but like, I'm like, I can't wait to have kids so I can build them toy wrestling rings and, and just anything that like helps their stimulate their imagination. Uh, yeah. I used to use cardboard boxes. I used to use cardboard boxes for buildings back in the day. We used to go to all the Aldi's and that's how we take our groceries home. And I'd be like, mom, can I get these boxes? And I did. And I'd build like giant elaborate towers and, and all sorts of houses and secret bases and stuff like that. Just using cardboard boxes. And that, I think that's the best thing about like toys is like, my creative and imaginative side, it really developed. Toys helped that. Toys helped that. Uh, it's like people like to shun buying their kids toys all the time. Oh, it's junk. You'll hate it. And, the, you know, and, and that's true. Some kids do hate it. Uh, you know, they don't play with certain toys after a while. But at the same time, like there's a lot of kids who like need to be artistically stimulated. And toys, that was the perfect shoe in for a rambunctious kid like myself who wasn't allowed out of the house without parental supervision and what, what not, but just to be, be imaginative. That's, I, I love it. And the other cool thing was these were, these were another wacky toy of the eighties is um, they were called, uh, it was called beast wars. And you bought, Oh my God. And you bought two of them. You got two of them in the pack. And sometimes you got doubles, and you you know what I'm talking about? You rub their chest. Wait a second. Wood, wood it, fire, or what? No, this you're thinking of Transformers. Beast yes. Okay. All right. So I, I have no idea oh, what no, this oh, is. Sorry. They weren't Beast Wars. They were called Battle Beast. And later okay. on, you know, 
I'm a nut. And if you listen to the two point conversation, you know what me and Matt do is I talk about going down the YouTube rabbit hole. So I watch a lot of toy stuff. And these were actually made by the same people that made Transformers Takara, but Hasbro made it a separate line from Transformers. And they came in a two pack and you get like a lion, a bear, but they would have like these armor armor on them. Just look them up there. You're going to be like, this is so stupid. And all their arms did was move up and down. The legs didn't move. The head didn't move. And you and the way that you fought with them kind of in a game is you rub their, the centerpiece and it was like heat reactive and it would either be wood fire or water kind of like pokemon is now now that i'm now that i'm thinking about it and so you had the three types and that's how you did it my dad had to make a model for his work i think for something with fire because he did uh metal plating so he had this model and he actually made a board game for us using the battle beast inside of this model so that was one thing but the battle beasts were huge kind of like one of those toys that we had but kind of forgot about until later on interesting that does sound yeah. cool i'd have to ask my dad about that maybe he remembers it a little bit because uh, he's still he, he's still i mean he knows about some of the stuff he likes to talk about all the toys he used to got back in the you know get back in the day uh his brothers my my uncles uncle rich and uncle john they all it's the same thing they used to just that was their that was their deal uh, they had some just really, really cool toys back in the day. Nowadays, oh. I'm like, I feel like a, I feel like a boomer, and be like, oh, you kids just don't know good toys nowadays. And uh, <laughs> I, I do feel it like all it, the time. it's they, they really have no idea. They really have no idea. No, I uh, mean, uh, I mean, my biggest things were from what I remember growing up is I had Transformers. I had tons of other stuff too. Yeah. Um, but. Mine were Transformers, G.I. Joes, Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters. Those four were like the things that I pretty much had everything of. I went, well, not everything, but everything pretty much that's what Christmas and birthdays were centered around. And those were like the big ones. I got some for you. I got some some ones from my era, I guess I can drop for you. Uh, of course, I already said the Marvel and DC. We mentioned Ninja Turtles. Power Rangers was huge in the 90s. Uh, we used to have the flip heads. We, there was all sorts of different ones, but we used to have the ones that their heads flipped, and you can be, uh, you can show their like human character. It was the coolest little thing. And then the Zords that I, came from it. Oh, my God. I uh, used to use the flip head Power Rangers. Yeah. As... Um, I also had some of the ten inch because I was in the Power Rangers for a little bit. It was a little sneaky. Sneak. I had the ten inch. I had the ten inch red one. I had the ten inch red one. You, oh, the best my I ever got was the ten inch yellow. That you see, like if you go to like a yarn sale or something like a con, you see, you see, like that's the only one you'll find. You'll never find the red or the green one. Uh, it's always the ten inch like yellow one, and it's so peculiar. I, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> but, but I use those. I use those ones as like uh, Sentinels for the okay. X Men. That's guys actually that's that's actually super creative. Actually, I like it. <laughs> uh, 
That's pretty cool. Let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Well, when the movie came out, the Power Rangers movie came out. They had a they came out with the Zord set. You can have like the different frog. Like you can separate them. You can put them together. Like it was the, just the most uh, amazing thing. Uh, but there was that. There was Pokemon and Digimon. Man, when that came out, that changed everything. Especially Pokemon. I think it was Hills. I want to say it was Hills or Vix, but I think I want to say it was Hills. Had an entire row of these things. They were so cool. They were tiny. They were really tiny, but they come in like multiple packs. So you get like everything in the revolution. So if you wanted to get a Squirtle, you were not just getting Squirtle. You were getting War Turtle and Blastoise. And it was fun, man. There was a lot of lot that come from that. Digimon toys, I didn't get huge into, but there was a couple ones. There was a couple smaller ones that talked. Um, um, what else? Who was your Crash- favorite Digimon? Patamon? Because he became uh, he became Angelon. Angelon. Yep, that yeah. was that was my oh, favorite one. I watched Digimon. I was like I said, I was an older. <laughs> I was older. My introduction to Pokemon is way different from probably yours. I when I was in high school, Media Play was still open. I went to LaSalle Senior High School. Okay. Oh, and, I miss Media Play. Oh. So we would skip school <laughs> and go over to Media Play. Well, other kids skipped school and went over to media play. Yes, I was not the best kid. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so other kids would do it, and I think I was only like a freshman, maybe anywhere between – I don't even think I was a junior. I think it was anywhere between a freshman and a sophomore. So everybody else hogged the good stuff. So there would be a Game Boy with Pokemon, and I was like, fine, I'll play Pokemon. And I got so into it that I actually asked for it for my birthday. But that's as far as I got into Pokemon. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Um, I no, I, I prided my parents for poke to get into Pokemon. They they're, they're very they're very they were very against it. They weren't the biggest fans of Pokemon. My mom would go I feel like my mom would go out of her way to say Pokemon and it would just drive me insane. Like I wanted to fight my mom because she would just kept, I'm like, mom, it's Pokemon, Pokemon. Oh, you, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was insane. It was insane. I, 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 I'm trying to like remember that era too. And like how that show changed everything. Like life revolved around it. Everything they got banned. The cards got banned from school. Uh, we all, everybody wanted to watch. Everybody had t-shirts. If you didn't have the new t-shirt, you were, you know, if you didn't have this and that, you were kind of a, you know, you were look, you were frowned upon. You were frowned upon. So uh, Pokemon was crazy. Star Wars toys were okay in the nineties. Uh, it wasn't like their peak episode one came out and there were some good ones, but in like 99, but, um, yeah, it had slowed down. They did like their Power of the Force toys and they had a lot of throwback trilogy ones, but it wasn't like it was in the 70s and 80s. Uh, but Star Wars was pretty prominent back then. Uh, trying to think what else might have been cool. Uh, did I talk about Crash Bandicoot at all? You were just about to, and then I got you off. I was about, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was like my game of choice back then. That was like the premier, like, that's all I cared about. And uh, when I seen that they had a Crash Bandicoot toy line, oh boy, uh, I could not get enough of that. They they had every all the characters. I was like mind blown by the amount of characters that they had. Uh, and I would 
buy all the different variants of Crash. I, I get like Cortex. I try and get everybody. And, and it was cool because it used to come with the crystals and gems. Like there were little plastic crystals and gems. And I would get those. Like if the character had a specific one that I like color that I liked, I would get it for that reason. And it was the coolest thing. Uh, oh, man. I wish I still had some. I had a, I had a ton of them. I had a ton. They were just they were so like simple, but like the coolest thing to 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 grab onto. And I'll never forget because there's this one Christmas where uh, I had this aunt that I wasn't super fond of, um, but and I my cousin Nico that I previously mentioned he wasn't he played games, but he wasn't hugely into Crash Bandicoot. Well, my that aunt bought Nico a Crash Bandicoot toy with this gem and stuff. And I got these generic soldier toys and I was so heated. I was so mad. And that was like, I hope, I hope you get divorced from our family. That's, <laughs> that's it. Cause she was not the blood related aunt the relative, but that's how, I mean, that's how I was. That's how all kids are. It's, it's, it sucks. Uh, in hindsight, it's kind of rude in hindsight, but I'm just like, uh, I'm the one well, who likes kid, Crash huh? Bandicoot. Yeah, so it's excusable, but she she was like 0 for 10 on toys. Oh god. It was it was bad. But I'm trying to think of some other popular ones too back in my day. Did Tonka? You, or did they, oh, go ahead. I have a, a cousin who's I can't remember. I think he's like 10 years older than me. Did you play with the action heroes that I think Fisher Price or Preschool had or something? Mm. I don't think I did, but I remember them. Uh, they have okay. like the they have like a knight's castle and all that stuff. Uh, no, these were. I know what you're talking. Those were like the imagine. These were like. These were coming in in the age where they didn't want good or bad guys. They just wanted to try and go straight good. So it was like a firefighter, a construction worker, a cop. Wait. That might have been where I was going. I thought it was Tonka who did it. I can't remember who did but it. I had but... a construction. I had a construction guy, and I kept getting the same one over and again. That, that aunt bought me the same one like three times. Uh, but they were they were supposed to be heroes, and yeah, they were different like uh, different roles. Construction. I think this is what you were talking about. There's the construction worker. There was the uh, yeah. There was a policeman. There was a cop, and there was a couple other job positions. I think that's. I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think that's what we're on the same page. We're literally just coming together on it. So I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think we, uh, we disagree. Yeah. We... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I just remember my cousin getting them and uh, Christmas. Cause we go to my aunt's house for Christmas and my cousin got it and he was an only child. So he got tons of toys. Did it? Did and, the construction one come with like a buster, like a buster like type thing as a weapon? I think so. All but right, yeah, I it's just, definitely the same thing. I remember his fire truck, and he was like, my aunt just bought him tons of stuff because I also worked at Toys R Us at the time, and Toys so R Us. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> um, Toys R Us did this thing, and I was only like seasonal. Toys R Us did this thing where it was really awesome for their employees is they closed down the store and they had like an employee appreciation night and like the whole store was like 10% off and they gave you invitations huh. to um, 
to give to family members so they could get the deal too, plus any other deals that were going on. So if say something was like two for $3, you would still get like the 10% off of that as well. Oh, wow. So my aunt was like, I'm going. I didn't even ask her. I was like, hey, look at what Toys R Us is doing for me. She's like, we're going. And I'm like, okay, guess we're going to go. <laughs> so <laughs> we go there and she's just filling up the cart and cart. She's like, where are these things? And I'm like, they're in the back <laughs> over there. And she's filling up the cart. And I'm like, what are these? And she's like, they're you're, you're nef- or sorry, your cousin really likes them. They, you know, they're like super. I'm like, these are so stupid. And I remember walking <laughs> away and going to like the older boys aisle. Right. Of Toys R Us. But once again, I was like in my 20s at this point. So. I come from the G.I. Joe Transformer age of this is your good guy, this is your bad guy. Uh, in the cartoon, the bad guy starts to beat the good guy, but then in the end, the good guy triumphs over everything. Right. It was a good storytelling. Um, yeah. I don't – see, I got a little ad, little th- side thing. I don't know how far you wanted to go with this episode, but um, I was curious what your uh, – your, fast food kids meal toys were like back when you were growing up. That's something I want to hear about. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, uh, Some of my favorites, the Fraggle Rock racers out of the happy meal, Burger King never, Burger King didn't get anything good until they had Ninja Turtles. And even then their toys were like crappy, but um, (laughs) the Fraggle, the Fraggle Rock racers, were absolutely amazing to me. Um, what else was there? Uh, the Muppet Babies. Muppet Baby toys were great. I I don't know why we didn't do fast food that much, maybe once a month. But at one point when Little Mermaid was out, I remember almost having the complete set of Happy Meal Little Mermaid toys. Huh. Um, and when Super Mario 3 came out, those were probably the best. Those actually, those are the second best Happy Meal toys next to the um, the transformer, the transforming ones, but it would be like a milkshake and you transform it into a robot. Yes, a yes. This robot. Those were probably the top ones that I can just remember right off the top of my head. I have the Super Mario Bros. ones unopened. I have, I think there was like four. There was Mario, Luigi, uh, a Goomba, Agumba. and I think there was, and I think there was one. Other, I think the little the the guy on the cloud maybe. There was one other toy, uh, but I have all four of those unopened. So that's yeah, I, I found those on eBay for like twenty bucks, twenty thirty bucks. So um, that was really cool uh, to to experience. Um, I remember the Transformer toys ones because actually when they did their special edition of the happy meal um i kept getting the cheeseburger one that transformed kept getting the cheeseburger one that transformed uh we did have some cool transformers ones in my day and age too uh but they were very simplistic they just kind of flip out flip open and they turn into like a plane or a truck or something um disney killed it when it came to disney and i think it was mcdonald's Maybe eventually Burger King. They killed it when it came to fast food toys. Uh, I remember the Lion King. I think it was Lion King puppets or Hunchback and Notre Dame Dom puppets. Uh, 
Oh, there were some yeah, good ones. Yeah, I was out of it by then. Yeah, that was uh, like mid nineties. Hercules, they had some cool ones. They get a superhero one every now and then. And uh they did Fantastic Four one time and I was tickled pink about that. That was epic. Uh yeah, I was eating whoppers. I was eating whoppers by that point. Whoppers <laughs> and Big Mac. You, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I remember uh the Burger King Burger King started trying to rival McDonald's with the kids meals and they came out with the Burger King kids club or the BK kids or something. Oh yeah. Those toys were good. Cool. Because they were like the actual, it was an actual like four points of like articulation action figure of each one of these or each one of the characters. And I remember getting the one guy, uh, what was his name? Kidvid. And Kidvid was like the cool one, and I was just so happy I got Kidvid. <laughs> I do remember that a little bit. Uh, here's one I remember too. That was all the rate. It, it just fit it. We already kind of talked about them, but the Pokemon um, when those came out to, I think Burger King had them. That was insanity. That was yeah. insanity. I'll never forget how long those lines were. And you kept getting them. You got the Pokemon. Oh, I, I just keep bringing back more memories. Uh, I just thought of another one, too. You get the Pokemon ball. The Poke- at, okay. I was I was working at Burger King around that time. Okay. But, yeah, it was so cool. You get the Pokemon balls. You open it up. You didn't know what you got. And you'd open it up, and there was something. They had the ones that uh, were on, like, the cards that made noises. They had the uh, the gold card. <laughs> Remember the, gold, the, the golden cards yeah. uh, that came in the legit Pokeball? And I just remembered as I was talking about that, I remember when Lord of the Rings came out in the early 2000s and they had the ones, there was like nine, there was like a whole bunch of them and you can put them together and they formed like a ring and it was a bunch of different characters and they all oh. talked and made noises. And I'm just getting the chills thinking about it. Oh, I was thinking you were talking about the cup. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Burger yeah. King has the Lord of the Rings cups and you put the, and it came, it was like a, what are those, goblets? Or a chalice? Yes, yes, and yes. And then you put the you put this rubber piece on the bottom of this glass, and then you could turn it on, and it would blink. Just have flashing red lights at the bottom. That's so cool. Oh, oh man. I I think the the last like good toy line that I got from Burger King was like early two thousands, and I think they did a they did a Dragon Ball Z one, and I was not into Dragon Ball Z at all, but they had these really cool like they, they were like gold and silver statues of characters that, 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 that they didn't come like colored or anything, but there was like gold and silver statues, and there was there were some pretty cool uh there were some pretty cool ones. There was like a challenge. It was right when uh, Cartoon Network Network was to develop their own like online social media type thing where you can like create a wall and that was that was like a big there was a big push in that because if you got it you got these codes where you can get stickers and stuff you can decorate your uh your home page with it was the weirdest thing uh but yeah that was that was a pretty cool toy line yeah I, I, it's just because <laughs> i remember like these little things and i'm like i just thought these things were just not that great i mean because um like i said pretty much I didn't play with any, I played with Star Wars toys only because my brother was born in 79. So right. My brother's, a, my brother's like a three-year difference to me. So he had a lot of the Star Wars toys. And as I got older, it was more of like the beat up versions of them. So like I played with the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. But I remember mainly though, Ghostbusters. And I don't, 
I think my mother liked it. She taught. If you listen to episode two, I talked to my mother about this stuff, which is awesome. Yes, um, she talks about Brave Start, but I think she kind of had a secret thing where she didn't mind Ghostbusters because I had the trap, the per- the proton pack. Um, my dad got profit sharing where he where he worked once a year, and he would take us to Child World or Toys R Us, and I got the slime thing, which I remember. It was cool when I was a kid, but now that I think about it, it was like, I can't believe you spent money on this pack that you put on and you press a button and a piece of plastic just shoots out and doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But I had all of this stuff and I remember that being just amazing because I could run around and I could be the Ghostbusters. But probably the most I had the most of were my G.I. Joes and my Ninja Turtles. G.I. Joe there was pretty much uh, i would say late 80s early 90s gi joes and ninja turtles were like my life right um my mother bought me a woodworking kit here's another thing with your imagination uh like just little pieces of wood and nails this is remember this is late 80s early 90s where you could buy a kid that's like eight years old and go here or six, seven years old and go, here, go go nail these nails to this piece of wood and you'll be okay. <laughs> um, but she also, she made our costumes for Halloween and so she had a glue gun. So I remember gluing a lot of the pieces of wood together, but I would make my own G.I. Joe vehicles. Oh, because wow. I just, yeah, so, I mean, G.I. Joe was like, I remember saving money. G.I. Joes were about $5 a piece. And I remember being happy because I saved $15 and I got to go to Toys R Us and I picked out uh, three G.I. Joes. I don't remember which three G.I. Joes, but I got to pick out three G.I. Joes because I had no money. And I thought I was the boss that day. (laughs) Isn't it? Wasn't it the best feeling? Like I do that now, like where I have money and I, I. I'll, I'll go like, I'll go splurge on some toys every now and then just, I mean, obviously I'm not sitting down and playing with them all the time, but like, I'll put them on display. But, uh, is there anything I got to ask you this? Cause I do this a lot. Is there anything that now that you've gotten, since you've gotten older and you have a job, uh, well, you have a, a pretty good job, uh, wife and kids that like, if you've seen or that you've, you, you bought or you would buy uh is there anything that you've you've come across like that that maybe you missed out when you were as a kid and then you went back and, and rebought it um other than video games i'm gonna say no because a lot of the times i uh i buy it more for my sons the only thing that i have is when they were uh hasbro released the generation one transformers and i have a hot rod i didn't have a hot rod as a kid but i had a rodimus prime so i have a hot rod and actually it sits at my desk and my son's been after it so (laughs) (laughs) normally normally i give in after a while and i'm like here you go (laughs) that's funny there's been a there's been a couple toys that i've rebought since uh since i had like a real job and stuff like that um i told you i 
I already mentioned some of the McDonald's. Uh, I've also went back. So I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil. And they had some really cool toys that I was not allowed to even look at or have as a kid. And I went and rebought those. And they're, I mean, they go for a lot of money, understandably so. But uh, that, that was a, that's a cool one to revisit. You, you don't realize how many, like, when I was a kid, I didn't realize how many video games had toys associated with them. All I knew was, like, Crash Bandicoot and this and that. And then I, I go look online. Resident Evil is a big one. Mortal Kombat is uh, is one that had some very wacky toys uh, when it first came oh. out. It that was like it, it, it made no sense, but it, the fact that they had toys was like awesome. Uh, there's a couple other like uh, big into Final Fantasy too. That that's one of my favorite game franchises of all time. So and eight's my favorite one. So I've got, gone and revisited and bought some of the vintage toys from that era, uh, like seven and. Final Fantasy 7 and 8, I went and, and rebought some of those, uh, which I have on display here. But um, also, too, those 90s football toys. Those 90s football Sorry, toys. Were... Don't call them 90s yes. football toys. You call my them by bad. their name. <laughs> trying to get I'm my friend at... Dave to come up because me and him were – I'm sorry to cut you off, but me and him no, were good. like – I would say – borderline crackhead fiend when it came to starting lineups and it didn't matter what sport what player anything we um toys r us used to have this thing where you could turn in video games for jeffrey dollars so we would take our old video games that. that we didn't play and we would take them toys r us and we get jeffrey dollars and we knew the owner of primetime sports cards in the summer park mall Oh, so we would yeah. go in there, and he would take our Jeffrey dollars on par with like actual cash because he had a son pretty much around the same age as us, and we would so we were turning in like video games, like some like crackhead trying to pawn stuff to get money <laughs> to go for my starting lineups. I remember the one time I had six bucks. I was like, oh, I can't buy any of these good ones. And then he's like, oh, I just came out with this $5 bin of like these generics. And I'm like, oh, Patrick Ewing. I guess I'm buying Patrick Ewing just to get a starting lineup. My whole wall, you would walk into our rooms and everything was just starting lineups from any sport that you could imagine. I was in the Kenner starting lineup club. My dad had paid the money one year to uh, get me into the club for Christmas. And it was probably one of the best Christmas presents I ever had. But, <laughs> yes. Don't call I'm, them football action figures. They're starting my, lineups. My apologies. I'm currently looking at a, a – uh, is it Marshall? Yeah, I think it's Marshall. Yeah, it's a Marshall Fall Colts one. I think it's Marshall. Uh, it might be Edward and James, actually. I think it's Edgar and James. Uh, and then Kerry Collins when he was at the Panthers. I'm currently looking at two of those in our office space right now. So, uh, but I've had a ton. I, I did at our podcast precinct fundraiser. I did one. It was uh, it was Marino, Bradshaw. Marino, no, oh. no, it was, uh, Dan, no, it was Dan Marino, Elway, and Steve Young. It was, uh, I did a three-pack of those. So, um, yeah, just incredible, incredible. Those were probably – like I could, I, I'm trying to get my friend Dave. I might have to get another guy that I know that collect them like really hard. Um, but just do a show on those because those things were amazing to the point where I remember 
my brother got a job at Toys R Us when they were at their height and he would crack open cases as they were coming off the truck. Cause at <laughs> Toys R Us, they pretty much, you, when I worked there, they didn't know when the trucks were coming in. So right. if a truck came in, you would, they would say, Hey, we got a truck, somebody unload it. So you unload it and you could always crack open the case. And this was around, I think one of the star Wars were coming out because I knew a guy that would be like, Oh, is that a star Wars case? And I'm like, yeah, he's like crack open. Okay. I got all those. And then just push it down. the line. And so, I mean, that's, but he would do that. Um, I remember being like 12 or 13 and yeah, I think he just got his license. I may have been older, but he just got his license and my mother would have killed him if he, killed him if she knew that this happened he drops me off at hills because they just got a whole bunch in i think this was 95 so okay. i think it was probably about 13 um and he drops me off at hills and he's like you got to get a number and i'm like uh uh and here's all these like grown men around me <laughs> and i'm like uh uh and he's like here's an he's like get a number and these are the guys that we gotta that you gotta get and here's some money. And I remember I ended up just like panicking. And I think I got a Frank Wright and a Kevin Green. And he's like, what oh, did wow. you get? I was like, I'm like, all the good ones were gone. He was like, why would you get those? And that was a scary <laughs> moment. They came out, they gave us each a number. And then they were like, this lady, I'm probably over-exaggerating because I was, like I said, like 13 surrounded by a bunch of grown men about to get trampled for starting lineup. And this lady's like, if you don't have a number, you will not get any of them. And so I'm like tucking mine in my pocket and making sure I don't lose this. And some guy was stealing it. But that was a, that was a great memory. I'm sorry about the starting lineups. I was just super, super into them. No, that's a cool story because I, I want to collect yeah. them. I know I went to the mall in Syracuse. I, think, I forgot what it the Destiny USA. Uh, yeah. Probably about eight years ago and I was doing pro wrestling. And there was a store in there that had a whole wall of them. A whole wall of them. And they were five bucks a piece. And when I, back when I was wrestling, I didn't have any money. Um, but now if that store is still there, I would like to go revisit it and, uh, and, and try and scoop up some of those, but they had an entire wall. They had boxes and boxes full of them. Uh, it, it was, I, I couldn't believe how left over these that they had, but yeah, this is probably about eight years ago when I went. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any, I was just there recently cause we only live an hour away. Uh, I think I was there in January. I want to say maybe okay. February. And I, they got some really great older toy stores. Like I was trying to steer my sons into like, hey, don't you want this? And they're like, no. And I'm like, yes, you do. So I can play with it. And I have a reason to buy it. But they weren't doing it like a lot of the great, <laughs> like a lot of like the great older like Marvel characters and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I noticed, I noticed a lot of the toys that I play with, that I played with as a kid, like the old G.I. Joes and stuff are absolutely just 100% um, completely out of it, which I wanted to ask you, because I watched the major wrestling figure podcast and I've completely come become obsessed with it. I don't even like to call them by their wrestling names anymore. I just call them Matt Cardona and Brian Myers because that's how <laughs> I like to know them as. Oh yeah. But um, which, do you remember which ones where they were like those Jack's, Pacific Bone Crusher ones, or were they? 
the the Hasbro with the little Hasbros with the action. Oh, I'm trying to think. There's been so many cool wrestling toys. Um, I used to. I think Jack Specific Mine. came around a little bit later, so I want to see Hasbro. Um, okay. Bone crunching. Is that like the, the giant stuffed animal things? Like the gi- giant stuffed no, figures? Those were wrestling buddies. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I, I had a uh, I had a road warrior animal or, or hawk or one that you, like you can like give him like a hammer lock and you can hear his bones like twisting. It would make like a popping sound. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, but that was like, that was, oof, that was mid nineties. Yeah. I couldn't tell you exactly though. Uh, but there's uh, wrestling toys. I, we could do a whole episode on wrestling toys and we probably, uh, we probably wouldn't get through it all in an hour. We really couldn't. No, I had, I had the LJ, the LJNs, you know, hard rubber, I believe they call oh, them yeah. dog toys. Yep. You know, that was about it. And that's here. Can you hold on one second? Yeah, I gotcha. Sorry about that. Um, oh, you're good. But yeah, the LJNs uh, just, they didn't move. They didn't do anything. They were cool. But that's probably, I didn't do the Hasbros. <clears throat> By that time, I was kind of out of wrestling. Right, right. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of cool wrestling interpretation ones. Um, I remember that you say the ones that sweat. Like that was the, that was like late nineties. Uh, they'd have these sweat ones. You put water in their back and you can make them sweat. And it was I'm like this is so silly, but people bought it and ate it up. Um, yeah, wrestling toys are great. We could legit do a whole episode on wrestling toys, and uh, I'd be totally down for it. Oh, I'm gonna try and get if if I get if I get uh one of those two guys on this podcast, I'll invite you in. All right, sounds like a deal. Sounds like a deal. I'm I'm gonna shoot for him. All right. <laughs> um, All right. Was there was there anything that you never got that you saw? Because I know one of mine, but I'm curious. Like something that was either so big or so rare that you were like, "I want that," but you never were able to get it. That's a good question. I don't know about big or rare. Um, I mean, nowadays I see like Secret Wars toys unopened, and I'm. And they're so expensive, and I'm like, I, I, I didn't even grow up in the Secret Wars toy era line, but um, I can't think of anything specific. There were a lot of like different vehicles and stuff. Probably like the uh, for Star Wars, probably like the AT-ATs, those big walkers, because uh, and the Millennium Falcon probably. Um, those would be at the top of the line for me. That would probably be the top ones that I wanted. I used to, there's also a wrestling ring that, uh, for WCW that used to float on the water. 
And I don't know why. I don't know why, uh, but that's something I've always wanted. And it used to look so cool in the video game magazines, too, uh, to, to kind of see it. I'm just like, that. I want it. I want that. And uh, But... That, that probably that, that might be about it. There was no, it was always some kind of vehicle, something like really really elaborate or over the top. Um, and I just I'd end up having to use my imagination with it. That's all. They just did the. That was the. I, I only know this because they just did it on the wrestling the major wrestling figure podcast. Um, actually, Matt Cardona did a whole thing when he was in his pool, and that was the bash at the beach ring. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The only reason why I know what you're talking about is because I saw it. My kind of, I'll say, white whale was the G.I. Joe USS flag. And this thing was a seven-foot-long aircraft carrier. What? Seven feet? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I believe the record or what it said, seven feet long. It was like the size of a co- coffee table. If if not seven feet, it was the size of a coffee table. And the original G.I. Joe planes were like absolutely huge. And you could actually land these on there. And that was that is the one thing where you'd look through a magazine and you'd see it and you were like, oh, my goodness. that's amazing hearing that makes me miss the old toys r us catalogs the old like sears and toys r us and kb toys and all those those are the those are the best the the big toy catalogs every month or week or whatever it was oh so cool to flip through oh i just remember at christmas time it was like my grandmother just give us the jc pennies or the sears and she go circle (laughs) you you, you just sit there i now I think it was a way not to know what we wanted for Christmas, but just to keep us occupied because you could sit there for hours in circle. Right. And actually, before we even end this, I got to give a big shout out to He-Man. Oh, yeah. I never, I never realized how much I missed He-Man until I watched the toys that made us. Those are some cool things. <laughs> that was cool. Those are some neat toys. Did you did your toys ever have like, um, even though they were like a different genre, they all had something to connect each other? Because like in the eighties into kind of the nineties, there was like a big surge with slime. Everything had slime. You are right. Uh, I can't think of. Yeah, I really can't think. I mean, I don't like talking toys became like a big deal in the night, but like slime. No, I, I can't say anything uh, personally like that. Um, there were some like different toys based on like using slime to make like gummies and stuff. It, it, it was like, a, like, a, like an easy bake oven type thing, but for like guys where you can make like creepy crawlies and uh, oh. and things like that. Uh, but I can't say anything slime related. No. Yeah, I remember everything had slime. And the first Venom uh, that Toy Biz made actually came with some, like, weird black slime. And then they got rid of it because it was just, like, horrible. It just stained stuff. Yeah, I remember slime. (laughs) He-Man had slime towards the end. Uh, 
the Ghostbusters firehouse, you put slime at the top and it would ooze down through like these grates all the way to the bottom. That was Jesus. That was probably that was probably the one thing. Everything had slime. My mother hated slime. <laughs> yeah, just I like could I, see why. I could see why. Like I, I hate kinetic sand right now. But oh, I mean, that yeah, was, that stuff's wild too. Yeah, I mean, but that was that's probably my biggest thing though was the USS flag. I just wanted that. I remember seeing you could How land could you the airplane on. I had some pretty not? big – Seven feet tall. That's taller than me right now. That's taller than me. Uh, that, how could you not want something like that? It's amazing. Uh, it was – it's definitely – I always tell I always tell my kids and my wife and stuff. I said, if I ever win the lottery, I'm sending you guys, like, on a cruise. And I am going to eBay, and I am buying all my old toys. <laughs> and I'm going to call up my brother and whoever else wants to come over and we are going to clear out the living room and we are going to sit there for a whole weekend and just play with toys. <laughs> I love it. No judgments at all. I think that's a fantastic that, idea. I might even come over for that. I might even come over for you, that. Uh, <laughs> you would have to because the USF flag to. would be there. <laughs> I know I'd have to take back to back like to measurements and, and all that stuff. That's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for this episode. I'd, that I'd was like solid. Thank you. That was solid. Dude, thanks for having me. This was fun. Uh, I don't well, get to talk about toys often. And I think that's the that was the definitely a cool incentive uh, to come on here. I get to talk about everything else, but I never get to talk about toys. And uh, I love talking toys. So thank you for giving me the platform to do it. No problem. Anytime you want to come on, just let me know. Um, I I know I used to do it for you. If you got an idea, shoot it to me. All right. Um, I mean, that's that's what I love about doing this. Is this podcast is an open book, as long as it doesn't revolve around politics. That's in the name. <laughs> so for everybody out there, uh, like always, nice Truman Show ending. My favorite Jim Carrey movie. And we never know when you're going to be listening to this. So good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris? Should we tell the people about our new show? Our new show? Yes. Not Back Issues. Not Harley Awesome. No. This is Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Hey, man. We just can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Never gonna stop. That's right. We're back. BICBP-radio.com They should go listen to it right now. They really should. Where can they listen to it? BICBP-radio.com BICBP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Stop, stop till they drop? That's right. That's the kind of freestyles you're going to get from Anthony on Chris and Anthony just can't stop. At BICBP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop. BICVP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Chris, I think we should stop with the commercial. <laughs> <laughs>